It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. It's time to talk pitching with the pitching guru, Scott Emerson. Chris Townsend sits down with the A's pitching coach exclusively on A's Cast. Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Perfect pitch right on the black. Here's Chris Townsend. A man that, you know, you think about in your career, and I've said it with what we do here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live, it's really easy to do good stuff when you're winning. And it's really easy to be walking around as a coach when you've got a bunch of guys winning games and your starters are great and your bullpen's great and everybody's telling you how good you are. But what really tells you how good of a coach you are is how you develop when things aren't going good. And Scott Emerson, watching your pitchers, you've had to deal with a lot of different guys this year. And to watch you juggle all these different guys, and you've had a lot of sleepless nights, and it hasn't been easy for you. To watch your pitchers get better, and the numbers truly show it. Not only, and I know you're going to be very humble, and we'll talk about the players, but you got to be happy about the job that you and the staff are doing. Because that's what coaching is. No matter what the record is, making your players better and your players are getting better. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, the goal every day is to stick to the process. You know, you, you go out in each and every day and you're trying to get everybody one day better, you know, whether it's physically or mentally. And, and you know, that's what we're trying to do as a pitching group uh, is to get everybody to, you know, at some point reach their maximum potential. And, and you know, we got a bunch of grinders here that, uh, you know, uh, staff-wise and player-wise that wants what, what's best for everybody. And sometimes, you know, you have to make some change, and sometimes you you have to make it physically and you have to make it mentally. And, and obviously there's some emotions going around uh, when you're not winning ball games, but you got to also think of big-picture thinking about, you know, where where are we going? You know, uh, you, you know, you know the famous saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. And so you're trying to build something for the future of this organization. And, uh, you know, I think by sticking to the process and, and, you know, understanding the task at hand is where do we see these guys in the future and, and are they making progress on the little things to uh, become better? You know, when you think about what's the number one thing that changes, a lot of people want to think physical. Everybody wants to think it's, you know, because we're physical beings. So we want to think, is it something that you did with mechanics? Is it something you did with release point, grip change? And, and, and so many times you want to tell people, you know, guys got here for a reason. They've been playing professional baseball. A lot of them understand how to get outs at a lower level, but to get outs at this level, so much of it is the mental side of the game. It's the preparation. It's the hours before that the fans never see. Talk about when you think the light went on for some of these guys about the preparation, getting better mentally, that translates into getting outs on the mound. 
Well, you know, you, you can be, you know, I, I was in the minor leagues a long time, right? So you, you can understand that you can go out there and you can watch a guy perform and physically dominate uh, their opponent based on their stuff. And then their opponent has to react. Are they swinging outside the strike zone on their pitches? You know, I got a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. I can kind of throw it anywhere, and my opponent in the minor league swings at it. I got good separation from my changeup, and my opponent swings at it. I got a breaking ball that's in the zone and then out of the zone, and it, it's breaking late. Now all of a sudden you get to the big leagues, and these guys just don't chase those pitches as much. So now what do I got to do? I got to put it closer to the strike zone. And, and there's a lot that goes on, you know, my fastball. I'm not saying that uh, you have to use it as your primary weapon. What I'm saying is when you use it, it's got to be useful. Your breaking ball. You know, we've talked always by saying if hitting's time and pitching is disruption of time, and can I disrupt a hitter's time? And can I throw a changeup in a fastball count? Can I throw a breaking ball in a fastball count? Can I stay out of the middle of the plate behind in the count? Can I stay out of the middle of the plate ahead of the count? Uh, what are my best pitches in the big leagues? You know, guys will come up to the big leagues and we'll think one pitch is their best pitch, and in reality, it's a different pitch. It's a different breaking ball. And, uh, you know, you, you, the experience comes from here at the big league level. What do you do at the big league level? It's great. Hey, look, I, I've been in the minor leagues a long time, and, and I, now I've been in the big leagues what I consider a long time. And you get to blend that and understand that, you know, not everything works in the minor leagues is going to work in the big leagues, and not everything in the big leagues works in the minor leagues. But the process we talked about earlier, what's the process? When I throw my fastball, I got to be useful with it, no matter what the velocity is. Do I have a, a pitch when I'm in a fastball count that I can throw that's not a fastball and stays away from damage? And that's where the data shows up uh, against certain hitters. You know, they, they, they generally have a spot where they can, you know, hit the fastball. And can we exploit that? Some of our guys can exploit it. They got to go strength on strength right now. Uh, you know, that's where we're trying to show them when you move your fastball, you can go uh, 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 your strength on his weakness because hitters have a weakness. And what breaking ball do I throw to this hitter? If I've only got one breaking ball, I can only throw that one. Now where's the best spot to throw that breaking ball and when? You know, um, our, our opponent, Josh Donaldson, you know, this guy hits breaking balls in the strike zone a lot. And if, you, if, you, if he constantly sees it, he is going to punish you. And we made a mistake. Uh, we didn't get it to the location. And, and J.D. did what I've seen this guy do for 15 years, <laughs> right? And it's punished bad off-speed stuff. Um, but luckily for us, it was one mistake, and, and we ended up winning last night's ball game. J.P. Sears going tonight. You know, the first time I met him and, you know, when he came over from the Yankees in the trade and, and you knew he went to the Citadel, a military college, you started to understand who this guy is, very regimented. You know, he's the guy that's not going to be a procrastinator. He's the kind of kid that's going to get up early and make his bed every single morning. That's the kind of guy he is. Uh, and it also translates onto the field. He is so mentally tough. Is he going to go out there and blow 98 by everybody? No. But he just competes. And as Dave Stewart says all the time about him, I know they did an interview yesterday, is he's got guts. Talk about somebody, when, you know, he's a competitor. But there is something to that when a guy's got guts and he's up for the challenge. A great haircut, too. You know, you know, guts to me, 
is the ability to, to stay within your game plan and stay disciplined. Don't just make a pitch because, oh, well, he hasn't seen that pitch all night. I might, maybe I'll trick him here. You know, it's having that discipline to, to uh, understand who you are, what you do, and, and take the data and, and maximize your potential with that data. So you're blending in uh, your game plan and you're sticking to it the best you can. If this guy uh, can't hit high fastballs, well, he's probably going to see more high fastballs. But then you got to have that discipline. Well, when I do throw this slider, I'm going to throw it in the dirt and below the zone where he can hit it to change the, the, the perception of the pitch. And then I'm going to go back to that high fastball you know we, we've always seen where where you know guys thrown three or four high fastballs he beats a guy to the spot then he throws a breaking ball for a base hit and we go why didn't he throw another fastball right uh, and then if he throws that another fastball we might say well dang you just can't keep throwing the same pitch over and over again and and, and get keep getting the same results sometimes so part of pitching is understanding your mistake and he does that great hey look i'm going to bounce this breaking ball to go back to my fastball. I'm not going to throw it for a strike. And yes, sure, do we make mistakes? We make mistakes on all pitches. But uh, you know, I think JP understands who he is and what he's capable of doing. He stays in his pocket and does his thing. You know, you're playing zone defense, he's guarding his area. He's not leaving the zone to guard some a guy man to man and getting burned. He's understanding his craft. He takes great pride in it and it's, it's fun to watch. Well, I don't think back in your day they could play zone defense against you because you would shoot them out of the zone defense. I, I, I sure would try. That's for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't stop shooting. I know that. Yeah, you throw up a zone against you, you're now you're, you're daring me to shoot this deadly jumper. That's for sure, uh, Towny. You know, uh, basketball is a great game. <laughs> you know, I, I start thinking about Paul Blackburn and how tough it was for him not to be a part of this thing at the start. It's just, it just, it was burning inside him. And you're talking about a finger, then a fingernail. Just talk about what he has meant stability-wise, leadership-wise to your staff coming back. You know, I think Paul is a, is a great leader by example. You know, uh, I call him Picasso. He goes out there and, you know, he doesn't have the greatest stuff. We all know that. He knows that. I mean, we, we talked about it today in our in our post-game meeting with him. Uh, he, he's got that ability to pitch to the edges. He doesn't give in. Uh, he makes pitches when he has to. That's some grit right there, too, that, no, hey, I got to make this pitch with two strikes. I got to make this pitch uh, behind in the count. And like I said earlier, yeah, we're going to make some mistakes because that's called the game of baseball. We're going to leave some pitches uh, close to the middle of the plate. But his intent is really good. He understands what his capabilities are. And when Paul goes out there, you know what you get out of Paul. And you can't yeah. ask for anything more than knowing what you're going to get from a starting pitcher. And it's a lot of fun to watch. I'm so glad he's back. Another guy I want to talk about, James Caprillian, because some people say, Emo, He's not throwing as hard. Oh, my God, the data. He's not throwing as hard, yet he's more successful. Why is that? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, you, you have what you have, right? And uh, Cap is one of the hardest working guys in our clubhouse. And, uh, you know, when you go out each night and if you don't have your fastball, you got to be able to move it around, change speeds like we talked about. 
and, and you know, he's learning to do that better and better and better each and every outing. He knows what he's bringing into his arsenal each and every day. You know, he's got a, a four-seamer, a two-seamer, a curveball, a slider, and a changeup. And not every day can you break out all your pitches at one time. So, you know, when he's warming up for the bullpen, when, he, when he's in between innings, he knows what pitches are good and what pitches aren't working good. He knows what he's confident in throwing and what he's not confident in throwing at that certain time. So, you know, when you're out there in the heat of the moment and uh, you've got the ability to have four pitches and at least have one one of your breaking balls each and every day, one of your fastballs, and hopefully your changeup, you're going to be successful. And uh, right now he, he's showing up, and he's got he's got the sinker slider going. He's been still working on his four-seamer. He drops in his curveball every now and then, and he throws that changeup to left-handed hitters and right-handed hitters every now and then as well to keep them off balance. So, you know, uh, what he's been doing the last month has been a, a really good job. Lucas Ersig. It's it's an unbelievable story on and off the field. Let's stay on the field. Here's a guy that's still finding his way, and we're watching him throw. Not only does he got gas, but you're watching him throw a changeup on a consistent basis, 91-92, throwing it for strikes, throwing it as a strikeout pitch. He's a former position player who's still learning as he goes. What's it like been working with him? And just talk about how how you're trying to help him progress because he doesn't have a lot of innings underneath his belt, but but obviously the arm is special. Yeah, you you, you know, the the one thing is he knows how hard it is to hit, right? Because he was a hitter, right? So he knows that if hitting's time and pitching is separation of timing, and he's done a great job. You know, the one thing we've talked about is speeding up that breaking ball a little bit, making it a little tighter, a little harder. You know, he throws it up. It's going to probably look like a cutter up and into the lefties, maybe chasing the right-handers a little bit. And he throws it down the way. It's going to look like a slider. And, uh, you know, just throwing everything with good intent. And when you have good intent and you're, you're under control with your delivery, you're going to probably have a good changeup. And he's got that in his pocket and it's really fun that uh, you know in a hitter's count that he can pull out that uh, changeup and then when you show it enough and they're sitting changeup or looking in the back of their mind hey this guy might throw a changeup then he beats you with 96 to 100 that's a great feeling as well so you know he's for me his delivery is fairly polished uh you know we're just you know with our with our uh biomechanist uh, ethan stewart we, we always uh you know, kind of uh, check, uh, check and make sure these guys are, are staying in their ranges. And, and he's got a really good delivery that we like a lot. And when you're able to repeat your delivery, you're able more so hopefully be able to develop better quality pitches in the zone and out of the zone when you want to. You know, that's something that, wow. I, I, I know Trevor Hoffman used to talk about that, uh, going from a position player to a pitcher. Ursig's kind of like that, going from that kind of guy. Uh, Otani, I never thought about that from the standpoint of Shohei Otani. What an advantage, you know, as an everyday hitter in the big leagues and being a pitcher, how how his pitching helps get hitters out because he's got an idea of what hitters are thinking. I've never really thought about that. That's pretty interesting that Ursig obviously hit at a hit at a high level at AAA that you can like. You can view yourself and what was the hitter thinking at that point. I never thought about that. Yeah, don't forget about uh, Sean Doolittle now. I mean, yeah, when ooh, I was yeah. in Double A, Doolittle was our first baseman, and that guy could that guy could hit, play first base. But you know, uh, sometimes uh, you know, uh, fear no one, respect everyone. That's kind of uh, you know a, a pitcher's type thing. You fear nobody in the spot in the box, but you respect everybody. But sometimes when guys get to the big leagues at first, and all of a sudden, oh, dude. 
Mike Trout's in the box or, or Shohei's in the box. Now that little that little fear comes into mind. But now that, hey, man, I, I've been in that box before. I, I know that it's not easy. And then all of a sudden, I know it's not easy hitting a guy throwing 98 with a changeup. So I, I think uh, Lucas has a good advantage of understanding that hitting is not easy. And, uh, you know, you go out there, you change speeds and throw strikes, you're going to have the advantage. Well, we appreciate the time. I just want to just want you to know we've been uh, giving you a lot of praise here on A's Cast Live. I've also done it on NBC to make sure people understand the job that you're doing. Uh, it's not easy, but it's definitely showing in the numbers. Your guys are getting better, and that's what coaching is all about, making people better, Emo, and you're doing a great job doing it. Yeah, you just you know it's it's you just want the guys to go out there and, and feel good about themselves and like I said earlier, maximize their potential and that, that's that's all I try to do with these guys is try to milk the most out of them and and uh, we go from there. All right, we'll see you on Friday. All right, thanks for having me. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.